Welcome back to the Atta Girl Podcast with your host, Kara Dennison. And today we have a really exciting guest on the podcast. You may have heard her on the Girls Girls Podcast. We have Samantha Rayleigh. I am so excited that you're here. Say hello. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, I'm so excited. So Samantha has such an exciting story to tell us, and she's done some really exciting and kind of scary things recently. So we're going to jump right into it. Uh, So Samantha, she's been listening to the Atta Girl podcast. And before we even got to the episode where we talked about how to start your business and don't quit your day job before listening to this episode, she said, she messaged me and she said, you know what? I'm just going to freaking do it. I'm going to quit my job and start my business. And she did it. And she did it. And I'm really, really excited because we were talking before we hit record about all the amazing and exciting things that she's doing in her business and how she's reinvesting in herself for this new chapter. So Samantha, what are you doing with your life? Tell us. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing crazy stuff here. I'm, I'm living on the edge. I'm flying by the seat of my pants over here. I quit my day job. You did. Like, Wow. You did. I did. <laughs> so before we even get into all the amazing, beautiful things that you are creating, let's talk about even the reason why you quit your, your day job. What was the reason? And I know that we, you were thinking about it for a while. It started even back last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about quitting my day job for a long time, probably years, just like dreaming about a time where I could do that. But last year when I picked up resin and started making it and selling it, uh, that is when I thought, man, wouldn't that be cool if I could start a business and that be my number one source of income? Um, So yeah, I've been kind of daydreaming about that for over a year now. And the reason I quit my job is I was burnt out completely. I was working like a crazy person doing the job of like 10 people, I feel like. And I was, I was getting really depressed. I was getting really anxious and I already struggle with depression and anxiety. Um, I told Kara earlier, and I'm just going to be really open about this. I think, um, you know, I ended up having to take off work last year at the end of the year because I had completely burnt out and I was suicidal. Mm. And I realized at that point that if I continue doing this for very much longer, I'm not going to be around to do anything else. So I knew, I knew that I had to do something. Yeah. I really appreciate you being open and honest with, with us and the listeners about that, because it's something that, you know, is really critical for people to to hear and to listen is that when a job is burning you out so much and something I want to dive into is that a lot of times people feel that they have to be so loyal to their job for a lot of different reasons. And a lot of times it goes back to fear of if I don't have this job, how am I going to support my family? What are people going to think about me? Um, What am I going to do next? And it creates a lot of fear, anxiety, depression, just like you said. And and for those who don't know my story, I was the same way. I had a lot of anxiety and depression, panic and things like that too. And I had to take off of work as well. But the fact is, is that it shouldn't be like that. A job should not make 
you feel that way. No, it shouldn't. And I'm so what happened last year uh, with you is that the pandemic happened. Yeah. A lot of good and a lot of bad with the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so when that happened, did you, you didn't have to go into the office or did you have to go into the office? No, I didn't have to go into the office. Okay. So yeah, I worked an office job, a desk job. Okay. So that was kind of a little bit of a, of a saving grace, uh, sort of, because you uh, got a chance to pick up a new hobby, a new exciting passion that you didn't really think maybe you were good at, but you were. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I had, I had no intention of even really following through with it. I, at the beginning of the pandemic after, well, the first few months, my wife tells me, Samantha, you're starting to crack. Mm-hmm. We've got to do something. I'm getting worried. You know, you're you're having a hard time with this, just like everybody in the country, everybody in the world. We were all struggling. And so she's wonderful. And she wanted to help me find an outlet, mm-hmm. um, something creative, something different that I had never done before, just something to give me something to look forward to. So we've been watching these epoxy resin videos on TikTok and on YouTube. And she's like, okay, let's just try this. Like, I think you'd be good at it. Your color is like your thing. And that's a huge part of it. So, and I've always done makeup. So color has always been my thing. And so she's like, let's just do it. And I, I told her, like I've told myself for my entire life, I have really good ideas, but my hands are stupid really good ideas, but my hands are stupid. And in that moment, I I had already told myself I wasn't going to be any good, Hmm. you know, but we ordered it anyway. I thought this will be something that we'll do together once. And then it'll be her. She's an artist. She's done. She can do any kind of medium, you know, she's brilliant. And I thought this will be her thing and that's fine. You know, it'll be something else that she's good at and something else that I'm not. Hmm. And we got the kit in, we got all of our products in and we did our first pour and it turned out amazing. It was beautiful. <laughs> and I thought my hands, they did something so good. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So you told yourself this narrative all your life that your hands were stupid and they are not. Your hands no. are awesome. Your ideas no, are awesome. amazing. So how do you, how do you overcome that type of stuff when you're telling yourself a narrative all, all this time? Was it just kind of instantaneous where you're like, oh my gosh, I was wrong about myself. Or is it something that you kind of overcome daily when you try a new thing? Oh, it's definitely a daily practice because of, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with the imposter syndrome. Mm. Uh, you know, whenever you're an artist and I, I say that word and I think I'm not an artist, you can't call yourself an artist, but I am, you know, yeah. I have to say, I have to say that, yeah. uh, because that's, that's the imposter syndrome right there. It's yeah. just saying, you know, you're not an artist, you're not anybody, you're not somebody who can do things. So every time I make something that's beautiful, that helps yeah. when I make something and someone else thinks it's beautiful that really helps, Mm. you know, that outside validation and also trying to find some inside validation as well. If I can do a piece and not pick it apart and just look at it and think that was a beautiful piece that I made, you know, like your coasters, 
Yeah. I'm really proud of your coasters that I made for you. She made these beautiful coasters. I'm obsessed with them. Oh my God. I love them so much. So things like that really help. That really help. They really do. So you started this out as a hobby. You thought it was just going to be something fun to do while you're stuck in quarantine. Turns out your hands are brilliant. You are brilliant and you're an artist. And so you started, you posted them on Facebook and people were like, how can I purchase this? And you're like, well, I guess I got to freaking set up a shop so that people can purchase this. Right. Yeah, exactly. I thought, Oh God, I don't know how to, I don't know how you purchase it. I don't know how to sell things. I have a sales degree. <laughs> I literally have a marketing and sales degree about marketing and sales. I'm like, how do I sell things? I don't know. But yeah, so I literally have a sales degree and I thought, I don't know how to sell things. So I started Googling and set up an Etsy shop and that's, it, it just took off from there. That's awesome. So that was a year ago. So you, yeah. you did both for a long time. And from when we were talking before we started hitting record is things kind of started mounting, you know, your brilliant hands, your brilliant self, your artist self took off and people really wanted more orders. So the orders started piling in, which is exciting, but your day job was still there. You have a son that you have uh, half custody of, you have a wife that's amazing and you have a life, you're a friend, you've got a lot of stuff. And I mean, as women, we always play a bazillion different roles and it became a lot to manage and a lot to handle. So something had to give. Yep, absolutely. And I realized, you know, like I said, whenever I took my break from my day job on FMLA, I was just creating, I was trying to do anything that I could to to bring some life back into myself. And that really got me through that time. And then on the flip side of that, after Christmas, um, I had I had done so many orders and I, and I couldn't just take another break from my day job. So I had to take a break from the one thing that was giving me life, one professional type thing. Mm-hmm. Where's my family and, and everything helps tremendously, but mm-hmm. I had to take a break from doing the epoxy and that was awful. I hated, I took like a three month break from it and I missed it so much. I mm-hmm. missed the outlet that it gave me and the interaction that I have with people. And I I love like, my favorite thing is custom work. I love making things for someone and bringing their, their images to life. That's so life-giving for me. And I didn't have that. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, I'm like, okay, it's going to have to be one or the other because I've taken a break from this one. I've taken a break from this one. How did I feel? You know, in October of last year, I wasn't missing my day job. I wasn't lost and sad and and lonely without it, but that's how I felt when I took a break from, from my art and that's a big tell, you know, Yeah. what I should do next. And so you had to make a decision. So I want to talk about actually making that decision, but let's take a quick break and then we'll come right back and we'll hear all about what it was like to make that decision and what we're doing now. So Let's take a break and we'll be right back. With companies opening up in a worldwide pandemic, having many of us rethinking the next steps in our careers, the marketplace is experiencing a turnover tsunami, which means the competition is fierce right now. 
When it comes to starting a job search, especially one where you're looking to land your dream job at a company in which you're aligned and making an impact, it can be overwhelming if you don't have a plan in place. If you haven't been in a job search for a while, it's tempting to dust off your resume and hit those job boards. You know the ones, Indeed, Monster, LinkedIn, CareerBuilder. But did you know that you only have a 2% chance of landing an interview if your only strategy is applying online via job boards? I don't know about you, but when it comes to my career, I'd rather not play the job board lottery. To truly land at a company you feel aligned with that matches your values and where you can make an impact, you need a plan and the tools to take control of your search and beat the competition. That's what we do here at Optimize Career Solutions. We support you by giving you a plan of action, the tools to succeed, and the branding that sets you apart as the industry leader you are. Book your free consultation with myself or my husband, Jack, at schedule.optimizedcareersolutions.com so that we can dive deeper into your career goals and show you how we can support you through our various packages designed to suit your needs, including our brand new group mentorship program, providing you the same great strategies and support in a group-only program designed for those who love to DIY but need the extra accountability and FaceTime with myself and Jack. Let's give you back control in your career. Book your free call with either myself or my husband, Jack, at schedule.optimizedcareersolutions.com. And hey, if you're a woman, join us on Facebook in our free network called the Optimized Career Women's Network, designed for both professionals and entrepreneurs to gain new skills, network, and support each other. It's just facebook.com slash group slash optimized women's network on Facebook. All right, welcome back. So you ha- you took a break from the day job you got a chance to really dive into the fun, amazing, creative part. And then you went back to your day job. You had to take a break from the epoxy and from the resin and from creating all this stuff and you missed it. And so when you went back to doing both, it was definitely not what you wanted to do. So you had to make a decision and you had to talk to your wife about it because you're a partner in a partnership. I'm in a partnership have to have that conversation. I remember having that conversation with Jack too. I was a breadwinner in my relationship. And I remember having that conversation and being like, Jack, I want to quit my job. And he's like, okay. How did it go for you and Aaron? (laughs) About the same. Because I was the breadwinner too. Okay. And and she had just gotten a promotion. So we were were close to to doing about the same uh, at that point. But I have been the breadwinner this whole time. And I'm like, I literally just can't do it. And she's like, okay, we've got to crunch the numbers. Hmm. That's number one thing. We've got to look at our budget. We've got to see what we can cut, what subscriptions we don't need, like where we can trim the fat and see how much you've got to be able to make and how many things you've got to be able, you know, we got to break it all the way down. Hmm. So we sat in bed one night with a sheet of paper and a calculator and just went to town yeah. And at the end of it, we realize it's going to be a rocky road. It's going to be rough at first, but we can do it. So let's freaking do it. It feels kind of freeing to do that, that first budget though, doesn't it? It kind of feels like, oh, wow, I'm, we're kind of spending money in places. We don't really need to have that. Uh, those oh, money. Yeah. Going. Yeah. I'm and, like, why do I not have so much money? Yeah. Right. So much money, but I have so much stuff instead. Yeah. And then when you have a long-term goal, it kind of feels like, exciting to be able to cut some things in order to really, you know, the dreams are more important than the stuff for me, yeah, at least. Absolutely, yeah. 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 So that's exciting. So you did the budget, you figured out, okay, how much you have to make in the business in order to quit and found out it was feasible, right? Yeah. And you freaking did it. 
I freaking did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually. Wow. Like I, sometimes I say it, I'm like, Oh God, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> I'm so glad it's the best thing I ever did. Best thing you ever did. And when you quit, right. I know when I quit, I was doing so many people's jobs. I was, I felt like such an integral part to my company. I, I grew the company so much and all this other stuff. And then when I quit, it was almost like a, a letdown for me yeah. because I thought I was so integral and they were just like, yeah, okay, good luck. How was it for you? That was exactly the same thing that happened to me. I told my boss, you know, Hey, I need to talk to you about something. Can you, you know, give me a call this afternoon? So we did. And, you know, I said, I, I'm so sorry to do this. I hate to do this to you, you know, but I've got to put my two weeks notice in. And he said, okay. Hmm. And that's all he said. And, you know, at the end of the, the, you know, the last day he said, you know, how thankful you've been for, for what I've done, you know, for the team. And, you know, he, he wishes me well, but I never, I kept expecting the, how can we keep you? What can we do? What can I do to make this a different outcome? But it never came. And so that really solidified, this isn't where I belong. These aren't my people. This isn't my thing. And I'm not built for a nine to five, a seven 30 to four 30, especially mm-hmm. I'm not built for a desk job. I'm it's just not who I am as a person. And I've been putting myself in that box, shoving myself down and making myself small to fit inside this box. So I could raise my family and feed my family. But I realize now there's another way to do that that lets me out of my box. And so that's what I chose. I chose, I chose that. And so it's almost disappointing sometimes when you give so much of yourself, your, your mental health, your physical health, your time, your energy, your loyalty to a company. And then at the end, it's, it's, it's nothing. (laughs) And you realize you're almost nothing more than a number or, or a body to fill a seat. And it's a good reminder to anyone who's listening that if your company is not taking care of you, if it's not a culture that you're aligned with, don't feel like you have to to give everything that you are to a company that's not taking care of you. You know, there's so much more in life. And if the pandemic hasn't, you know, shown us that, then, you know, this is another good reminder, you know? So now that you're fully invested, 100% entrepreneur, got that license, got that business checking account, 100% in, how has it been? You know, we talk about ebbs and flows and things like that. And how, how's it been now that you're a full month into 100% entrepreneurship? I mean, it's been amazing. I'm not going to lie. It's been freeing. It's been exciting, but yeah, there have been those ebbs and flows. There are those days where I don't make a sale. And then there are those days where I make six sales, Mm. you know, and it, it goes back and forth. And so there's, you know, I'm I'm having to learn to ride those waves and just to hold on tight Mm -hmm. while I'm doing that, because I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop and I'm not going to, I'm not going to let myself and my family down. Mm. I'm going to do this to the best of my ability, no matter what. I really love that because I think you just exhibited the critical part of entrepreneurship that a lot of people don't talk about, 
um, or maybe they do, but it's, it's good to bring it up right now is that there is uh, this skill or this quality that entrepreneurs need to have. And it's grit, it's grit and it's hustle because there are days, even for myself where we don't make a sale for days or weeks. And I, I feel panicked and you have to figure out how you are going to be gritty and hustle in order to make sure that you are going after your long-term goal and you're going to stick with it no matter what. And I love that. But when those days happen and there's a little bit of worry and a little bit of panic, what I like about you is that you're thinking about what's next and you're reinvesting in yourself. So I know that we talked about this and you're already reinvesting in yourself and thinking about what's next. So tell us what's next for you. So this is really exciting. I haven't talked a lot about this yet. You heard it. You heard it here first, people. You heard it here first on Uh, (laughs) Anna Girl. So on one of my ebb days, I'm like, okay, what can I do? What are my skills? What do I have to offer the world? What do people need? Where, Where is there a lack of knowledge that I can fulfill, a lack of skill that I can fulfill? What do I have that someone else may not have and that I can give to them? And I realized I have learned a ton about resin and epo- you know, epoxy resin over the last year. I have made a million mistakes. I have done crazy stuff. And I have, I've learned through those mistakes how to do it the right way. You know, and I'm still learning every day. Absolutely. I learn something every time I pour, I learn something new. That's, and I, th- I hope that never changes. So on one of my ebb days, I realized that I have this knowledge to give. And so I'm going to be starting an online course. That's so exciting. I what? Know, I can't wait. what? So, okay. What can people learn in your online course? What are some of the things that you might be teaching? So I'm going to do an overview. I'm going to do a five day course and it's going to be an overview of how to create professional level epoxy work. What? I'm going to tell you how to do it where you don't have to make all the mistakes that I did. Mm. You don't have to go through the trial and error. I'm going to tell you all of the tips and tricks that I have from the beginning of the PPE, the personal protective equipment and safety with supplies all the way to the end of like photographing your work and, you know, and, and how to do, how to do that. So we're going to talk about the different molds that you can use, the different epoxies that there are, you know, the different, um, you know, different types of things that you can put in epoxy and the things that, and how to do that. Not just a quick, you know, I do um, TikTok, but those are 60 second videos. I can only give so much of a tutorial in 60 seconds. Mm. So I'm going to be taking it through a very detailed and very granular view of how to do this. So someone can sit down with their own supplies and they can do it themselves just like I do. That is so, so cool. So Samantha, you really have the lock on epoxy and resin and all of the things, whether you want a DIY coming up on with Samantha's course coming available soon, hopefully uh, she's at the very beginning. So have patience, but it's coming. Um, and on her Etsy shop, she has so many guys, so many cool things, like super, super cool. I know we talked about the coasters because I'm 
freaking obsessed with my coasters. But guys, she has things like I'm looking at her Etsy shop right now. She has keychains, jewelry, trays, ashtrays. What else does she have? Paintings. Oh my gosh, guitar picks. I mean, it is so, so beautiful, the things that she has. And what's really, really exciting for both her and for her customers is custom orders. I've recently seen on her uh, Facebook page and on our Etsy site, these like exceptionally beautiful um, pieces where she will put your bouquet of flowers, the petals into some beautiful pieces of work so that you can really preserve memories or sand and shells from your beach trip. So this summer, if you're going anywhere, that's really, really important to your family. She can make a beautiful, beautiful piece for you to, to have and to hold and to, to really keep. So you guys have to check out her amazing stuff on Etsy. It's Samantha's closet. KY on uh, Facebook, her uh, page. Yeah. I have a page and a group page and a group. Um, her page is Samantha's closet. KY and your group is Samantha's closet. Samantha's closet. Okay, good. So you guys have to check it out. And you mentioned you have a TikTok. So what's your TikTok? It's at Samantha Rayleigh. Uh, you got to check it out. If you're obsessed with TikTok the way I am, you got to check her out. So that's awesome. Uh, I couldn't remember it off the top of my head. So you guys have to check out her amazing, amazing artwork. It is stunning. Absolutely stunning. Samantha, tell us anything else that you want to maybe share with our listeners. My biggest piece of advice is if you're thinking of quitting your job, take your time and you know plan it out but freaking do it Mm -hmm. because there are other jobs out there. And I've told my wife, if I need to go work at McDonald's at night to pay our bills to supplement, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do whatever I need to do in order for this not to be my life anymore. So if you're in a life that you're really unhappy with, that is killing you change it. You can always do something else. You can all, there's always another job, whether it's something that, you know, I, I literally said I would rather I, I worked at McDonald's as a teenager. I would rather work at McDonald's than to work at that day job where I was making almost triple the amount probably. Mm-hmm. I, so do it. Make the change in your life. You know, make your plans. And it's also okay if you're not ready for that. So take your time, plan it out, and then take a leap of faith. We were talking earlier before we were recording and Um, There's a quote and I don't want to misquote it, but it's really important. And it's what if I fall? Mm. Well, darling, what if you fly? Mm. And I hold that really dear to me because that is, it's a, what if, what if I, what if I've done this and I can't pay our mortgage, but what if I've done this and I can pay off our mortgage? Mm. Absolutely. I mean, it, it goes back to what we talked about in last week's episode there. Everything is going to be, every change is going to be a little bit scary, but when you get to that other side of that change is when you can see the opportunities in front of you and there life is too short. Just like Samantha said, it's too short to be miserable. It's too short to kill yourself to make money for another company that you are not aligned with or that you're not excited with, or to spend your life doing something where you're miserable. 
So just like Sam said, do make a plan, get your affairs in order, make a budget, make a plan, but don't stay where you're miserable. There are a million other jobs out there where you can be way happier or take a leap of faith and do something that makes you excited, where you're waking up every day thrilled, where your hands are brilliant, maybe, (laughs) right? So absolutely. Definitely. Sam, Samantha, thank you so much for coming on. I am so thrilled that I got to hang out with you today. Uh, any last words of wisdom or anything else of where people can find you or anything else that you want to share? Yeah. So I am Samantha's Closet KY on Facebook. Um, I have a Facebook group where I post my new makes first. So uh, that's a super fun. That's a super fun group. I have some great creators in there as well. So I love kind of the collaborations that, you know, that we're kind of planning on doing and talking about doing. Um, And yes, Samantha's Closet KY and then Samantha's Closet for my Facebook group. You can also find me on Instagram, Samantha's Closet KY. And um, and that's Kentucky, by the way, because if you can't tell from my accent, that's where I'm from. (laughs) (laughs) It's for Kentucky people. Um, And shoot me a message. If you have a custom request, if there's something that you've seen on TikTok or something that you've seen on YouTube and you think, man, I would love to have something like that. Shoot me an email. Even if you've never seen me or a message, if you've never seen me make something like that, that doesn't mean that I can't or that I haven't. Hmm. I have so many products that I have yet to share because there are only so many hours in the day and only so many posts that you want to make. Absolutely. reach out. If you have something that, that I can do for you, I, I would be thrilled to make it for you. Good. She's super responsive, super, super nice. And she makes incredible, incredible, incredible things. So all of you listeners out there, thank you so much for checking out this week's ap- episode of Add a Girl. Samantha, thank you so much for being here. You can find us on Facebook at Add a Girl Podcast and on Instagram at Add a Girl underscore podcast. If you are a woman who makes money like Samantha, we'd love to have you join our free community for women professionals and entrepreneurs at the Optimized Career Women's Network on Facebook. Samantha is in there. So am I. Uh, This episode of Add a Girl has been a Girls Girls Media broadcast. Make sure to check out the rest of the podcast in the Girls Girls Media universe. In case you didn't know, we have a podcast for you almost every day of the week. I'm starting out your week with tips on how to live your best life every Monday with the Add a Girl podcast. Tracy White is bringing you her incredible astrological and woo wisdom every Wednesday. Hang out with Brittany and Meredith on Thursdays for the ultimate slumber slumber party, where you will be sure to laugh and learn a thing or two and test your trivia knowledge on Fridays with the family road trip trivia podcast. Also join all of your favorite girls, girls, media hosts every day of the week. And Samantha in our absolutely free group on Facebook, the girls, girls community. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and Samantha, thank you so much for being here. Make thank today, you so much for having me. Definitely. Make today the best day ever, guys, and have an amazing week. See you next Monday.